Hey everyone, it's Rebecca. You're listening to Superwomen. Before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to do some shameless plugging. So if you haven't bought the handbag or an incredibly appropriate Zoom sweatshirt, aka our best-selling Janine, head over to my site. This podcast is brought to you by the support of you. So would love for you to buy some gifts, enjoy some of our sales that we're having, and just support the cause and the brand that floats this podcast. Also, I'm not sure if you've heard, but I launched a fragrance. It is available at Macy's and Nordstrom and Birchbox and Scentbird. So I highly, highly advise you smell good from the comfort of your bed or living room. Hey everyone, welcome to Superwomen. Today's guest is Kate Kordsmeyer. She has earned just this year over $200,000 and is in her fourth year of blogging without creating any courses or relying on digital products. And when I saw the opportunity to talk to her, I was like, I'd like to make that kind of money on the side or, you know, help you guys make it in general because so many of us are rethinking everything right now with regards to our careers. Uh, what we're doing. And so I thought this could be a really beneficial episode and I'm excited to chat. So welcome, Kate. Thanks for having me. Such an honor to be here. Yeah. So I'd love for you to kind of give me your back history and then I'd love to dive in on how you built this incredible business and how so many of my listeners could also build something similar. Yeah. I'm glad my story resonates with you. I think definitely during this crazy year, people are looking for new ways of working that you know, don't require them to leave the house or be able to work with limited childcare and virtual schooling and all of that. And as a mom of two myself, I can definitely relate. And I have felt super grateful that this year I had this business model already set up so that fortunately I wasn't really affected too much during the pandemic. And and I just, yeah, I feel really grateful for that. So my story starts with, I used to be a food and travel writer for national magazines and had a very, you know, glamorous sounding job that maybe wasn't always the highest paying and certainly was pretty exhausting. And after going through a bunch of health issues and relocating back to my hometown in Atlanta, I decided I wanted to make a change. And I started reading these income reports of other bloggers who were making tens of thousands of dollars every month from their blogs. And I just thought, well, if they could do it, I could probably do it, right? Let me try this thing. So I started a holistic wellness blog called Root and Revel. This was back in, I think, October 2015. And in a couple years, I grew it into a six-figure business. And now I'm in my fifth year with it. And I've had two babies and taken maternity leaves. And this past maternity leave, I made over $100,000 while I was off snuggling my baby from my blog. So it was it was pretty great. That's incredible. So share the goods. I know you have an academy, which everyone should sign up for at the end of this. But I feel like even as someone who works with influencers, you hear, you know, blogs are dead. Uh, people don't read them anymore. So how did you do this? And how do you continue to do this? Okay, so there's two things I want to um, talk about here. The first is that I think there's this really big paradigm shift happening in the online world right now where people used to think of blogs as these online diaries or they were super personal and just sort of like, this is what I ate today and you know, this is what I'm wearing today. And there are still blogs like that. 
And then I also think people think of blogs as as influencers. Like you're a blogger, you're an influencer. Those things are synonymous. But what I've really seen is that all websites are blogs and all businesses need one. So whether you're brick and mortar or you are a service provider or you sell physical products, whatever it is, you need a website and that website needs to have free content on it. And if it does, it's a blog. And what I've learned over my last five years in this industry is that you can monetize the blog itself. And that's a little bit more of the influencer type of model where you're maybe working with brands in a sponsored content situation or as an affiliate partner. Um, You have advertisers. Or you can have like other revenue streams where your blog is really just your home base. It's where people find you. But from there, then you're selling something else. So maybe it is a physical product. Maybe it's a digital course. Maybe it's uh, coaching or consulting services or something like that. So I think the two really go hand in hand. And when we stop thinking about bloggers as being this like one specific type of person or business and start realizing like, well, really in 2020 and beyond, all websites are blogs. It really opens up the door for so much more potential. Okay. So getting it straight, if someone wants to be able to start, they need to have a website and it can sell things or can just solely exist for the purpose of blogging. But any website should have the content on it, no matter what it is. So for my brand, we don't really have a blog. I mean, we do, but we do it for SEO reasons. But theoretically, it could be just a better hub for content. Yeah. But exactly like you said, you do it for SEO reasons. That's why every website should have a blog component to it because that's how people are going to find you. That's how you're going to get organic traffic to your website without having to spend either tons of money on paid advertising or tons of time on social media. Right. Okay, good. And for anyone who's like, what the heck is SEO? It's search engine optimization. So when people go into a Google, for instance, or a DuckDuckGo, you put in what you're looking for, this trolls the web and finds those keywords and those those articles or those headlines and sends the customer there. Yep, you got it. I know. And maybe I know one or two things. (laughs) So you mentioned that you launched and sent to a list of 1300 people and you made $18,000. Yes. So when I first started Root and Revel, I was using kind of more of that traditional blogging business model where I made money through ads, affiliates, and sponsors. And happy to talk about any of those if you have follow-up questions there. But I was doing that and I started making around $200,000 a year from those three methods alone. And people started asking me, how are you doing this? I don't understand. And so Enough people asked me that I thought, you know, maybe I should create a digital course that where I can teach people how to make money blogging. So I created a course called the Six Figure Blog Academy. And the first time I launched it, it was back in 2019. And I launched it to my list of wellness readers. Like it wasn't like I had this list of people who wanted to start a blog. It was people who were following me because they wanted my healthy lifestyle advice. And so I just sent some emails out and said, hey, I'm doing this new thing. A lot of you have been wondering how I make money with my blog. I created this course. This is how I did it. And so I sent that out. And that first launch 
was more of a, of, of a soft launch because it wasn't, I didn't really have any like strategy behind it. I just sent a couple emails out. And so I, I got some beta testers and some people in, into the course. And then I realized, okay, I really need to separate these lists because the people interested in making money blogging are not the same people who are interested in, you know, creating an eco-friendly home. So I separated out those lists. So the next time I launched, I had only 1,300 people on the list of people who were had said, you know, hey, I'm raising my hand. I'm interested in this blogging thing. And I told them about the course and we made $18,000 selling a $500 course. Wow. That's incredible. So one thing I want to really hone into is it's not that this is easy. I think you definitely to have any type of blog need to be a good writer first and foremost and have a good uh, eye for photography or be able to take good photos as like a baseline. It's, you know, I, I had a yeah. conversation yesterday with someone who had a female founded marketplace and I went to it and it looked like a website from 1990. And I was like, that's not going to make the shopping experience what people want. So right. you definitely have to start with that ability or hiring people that have those abilities. Yes, totally agree. I think that's the thing. Like when you talk about it, it can sound like, yeah, I just started this blog and it just started making all this money, but it was definitely a lot of work and there is a lot of strategy behind it. I think the expression of like build it and they will come is not true. Um, it's like build it and then pour your blood, sweat and tears into figuring out what's going to work and how they're going to get people there. And then they'll start coming little by little. And it's slow. You know, I mean, you mentioned you do SEO for your site. It can take six months sometimes just to get one post, you know, get that good Google juice flowing. Yeah. So it's not this uh, mythical, oh, I just launched a blog and now I work four hours a week. Right. <laughs> no. no, as good as great as that sounds, unfortunately, that has not been my experience. I was secretly hoping you were going to tell me that because when I read um, Tim Ferriss's The Four Hour Work Week, I was trying to figure out how that would work for my life. And I was like, he's not a fashion designer. So therefore, <laughs> that is it's not possible. Um, I mean, yeah, I read that book too. And it, I think it's inspiring because it gets your juices flowing of thinking, okay, how could I do less? What could I automate? What could I delegate? How could I, how could I work less? And it's definitely possible. But I don't know, four hours a week just seems a little intense. <laughs> yes, like a pipe dream. Yeah. Okay. So now how do you actually monetize your blog now? So now I have two very separate businesses and I still have Root and Revel, my wellness blog, and that is only monetized through ads, affiliates, and sponsors. And then I have my second business, which now I have two courses. I have one, which is the Six Figure Blog Academy, which I mentioned. And then I also launched another course called 21 Days to Impact which is basically like the beginner version of, of 6FBA. I'll shorten it um, to what we my second program. And it's for people that are like, I have no idea where to start. I don't have a website yet. I don't even know how to get a website. Like I need you to walk me through everything. So that's 21 days to impact. And then you kind of graduate into 6FBA. Awesome. Okay. So you have one of your tips is working smarter, not harder. Yes. Talk to me about how we can do that. So I think what I realized in my first couple of years of blogging, I focused a lot on sponsored content. I think, again, it's because you go on Instagram and you see these influencers who are partnering with other brands and they're getting paid for it. And you feel like, wow, that's amazing. That's what I should do. And I think there is a great time and a place for that. And I still do some of it 
although much less, because I realized that sponsored content is always going to be me trading time for dollars. I'm always going to be, they're going to pay me X and I have to do Y and I don't get paid unless I do that thing. And I only get paid once on it. Whereas affiliate marketing is something like I can create a blog post and I can monetize it with an affiliate link. And then I can earn money on that post for years. So like this past year in 2020, I wrote a blog post three years ago about organic meat delivery. And it's always done really well for us in terms of SEO. But when the pandemic hit and people weren't even going to grocery stores and they were Googling organic meat delivery, we made $42,000 from this one blog post in four months. Wow. Even something that you wrote about months ago when people go years ago, years ago, people will search it and it'll still give it to you. Yeah, it still comes up. And like, really, I think the longer you have it, the more authority you build with Google. I'm certainly not an SEO expert. But what my experience has taught me is that, you know, the more authority you build, then the higher you rank. And so Now, I I don't know today, but if you Google organic meat delivery, I'm probably on the first page of results. And so that's a post I wrote three years ago, and I still make money from it today. And I don't have to do anything new, you know, like I don't touch it, it just sits there. So that is a great example, I think, of working smarter, not harder by I really put a big focus on monetizing through affiliate marketing of sort of this like, create it once and then let it run. So same thing with evergreen funnels on the on the course side of my business. I have evergreen funnels set up. So instead of having something available all the time or having something where I have to live launch it. Wait, what's a live launch? Sorry. Okay. So live launch, maybe you've seen some people where they'll be like, my cart, you know, the cart's open or now enrolling or something for my program and it clo- it ends and seven days or, you know, next week, and then you can't get in anymore. Have you ever seen people do that? Yep. So that would be like a live launch model where they have they have just a, a limited time enrollment window, and they open it up a couple times a year. And so they have to do this huge marketing push each time because they have to make enough revenue to last them the next few months um, while they're not launching in between that. And I mean, there's people out there that have figured this out and make millions of dollars during these live launches to each their own. I just know like I've got two kids. They're both under two years old. I don't have the energy and time and wherewithal to be doing these huge pushes. So I set up these evergreen funnels where somebody gets onto my email list. It sounds probably more complicated than it is, but we use this sort of deadline timer so that everybody has seven days from the time they get onto this list and into my funnel to purchase my course. It's an authentic deadline. It really does go away and they can't purchase it again um, until the next time that we open enrollment, but it's all set up on the back end. So it's more work up front, but then you have it set up and you can just earn income on it for months, years even um, without having to do anything else new. I think uh, Jenna Kutcher had told me one time, you know, she has these presets on her site or these templates for things and she just makes money while she's sleeping. And the idea was, it was great yeah. for, for someone who wants to start a, a business and has a skill set. It doesn't have to be fashion. You could be a lawyer selling templates or an accountant selling templates. I mean, all this stuff is applicable to any industry, not to someone who's a blogger, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What are some of your, if you have like a top, I don't know, a top list of tips to people to get started so that they don't, again, listen to this, think it's going to happen in six months have their baby, then wonder why they're not pulling in all this money (laughs) overnight. Like where do people start? So I really think the biggest place to start is your mindset, because I have just found it to be so true that everybody is so scared to fail and scared to do something that's kind of public. You know, if you're, if you're putting yourself out there on the internet and you think other people are going to like watch your demise or something. So I feel like there's a lot of mindset work that needs to happen of getting over this like imposter syndrome and working through some of these limiting beliefs and really getting into this mindset, both of I can do this and also of treating this like a business. I think so many people start off blogs as like hobbies and passion projects and they don't treat it like a business. And I always think like, if you don't treat it like a business, it's not going to pay you like a business. So I think getting your mindset right is sort of the first step. And then from there, you know, I think it, de- it depends maybe on, on where you are in the process. If you're brand new to all of this, you know, it's buying a domain, it's narrowing your niche and figuring out what is it that you're going to talk about? How do you want to monetize? Do you want to monetize the platform itself? Or do you want to offer a course or coaching or physical products or templates or something like that? And then sort of, you know, getting clear on on your why, your mission, what you want to do, what you're going to talk about, what's going to separate you from somebody else who's maybe doing something similar. And then, and then it's the tech piece, which is the scariest part for everybody. Yes. Let's talk about the scary tech piece. It's not as scary as you think. And that's part of why I created my courses was because people freak out about the tech. And so we created all of these like very click this, then click that style of video training tutorials to really walk people through it. But look, this is not rocket science. Anybody can learn it, but you have to have the desire to learn it or you need to figure out, do you have more time or more money in this situation? If you have more time, you can learn this and figure it out and do it yourself if you have the desire. If you have more money, then maybe you outsource it and you hire somebody else to do it for you. I mean, I certainly, when I started my blog, I'm not a photographer. I am a writer all day. My husband had a fancy camera. I was like, I could figure this out. I took one photo of a recipe. It was like, this is horrible. I'm so stressed out. I'm just going to hire a photographer. So that's what I did. And I don't take any of the photos on my blog. It's all a photographer local to me in Atlanta. We, she would come over to my house 
and we would shoot like 12 posts in a day. And she, we would do that once a month and then I'd have my content for the quarter or something. I think that's a good, that's a good thing to know that you, there are definitely talented people and people that also want to build their portfolios that you could work with in the beginning. Yeah. So if someone's thinking about, okay, I want to leave my job. I'm not being recognized for the work I do or I'm not happy or I want a career change. How long do you think it takes before a lot of the, you know, the cherry on top start of, sort of things start to happen? So I say that it takes a year and I think that is totally dependent on how in on this are they? You know, if, if you're all in, if you're going to, if you have the time to devote to building up this business and it is going to be many months of putting in the work and feeling like nobody is reading this or nobody cares. And you know, what's the point? And I think that's why so many blogs fail is because people don't push past that part. I certainly had those moments many times. And I just kept saying, like, I just got to trust the process. I know that this is possible. I see other people doing it. And so I'm just going to keep showing up and, you know, doing my experiments basically of trial and error and figuring out what works and what doesn't, what feels good and what doesn't. And then, you know, going from there and... I think if you really go all in on this in a year, if you started it with nothing in a year, you could definitely be making at least five figures a month. I love it. So the lesson really is whether you have a product already or you don't have one, both should have a blog. Both you can monetize using affiliate links, which never expire and and can get you money years later and to commit which I think there is no shortcut. I talk about that all the time and there isn't a shortcut. But once you get up and running, as you've written about, you can definitely begin to not, you know, be slaved at the computer 40 to 60 hours a week. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you said that because there there is no shortcut. And I think, you know, I had a, a woman who is a student in my program and she said to me the other day on one of our coaching calls, she's like, you know, I... I set up my blog. I did the SEO stuff you told me to, and nobody's come yet. And I said, you you launched your blog two weeks ago, right? And she's like, yeah, two weeks. Okay. Keep doing exactly what you're doing for at least six more months before we throw in the towel. I mean, it does take time and it is super frustrating, but I don't really know any business that you can start and like in a month be making, you know, serious money and the great thing is blogging is basically free to do. I mean, there's some expenses that and it depends on on the route you go and if you do outsource more or not. But if, you, if you're doing most of it yourself, I mean, it is one of there's no overhead. There's no, you know, inventory. There's you don't have to pay employees in the beginning if you don't want to. And it's so affordable. So I just try to tell myself as well, like, what's the rush? It will come. I just need to keep showing up and trusting the process. I think that's great. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you? One thing I get a lot of, and I just want to make the distinction, is some people will say, like, the only people making money blogging are the people that teach other people how to make money blogging. And I think that there are certainly coaches out there that that do this, that they don't actually have a blog themselves that is making money. And so I just like to make the distinction of Root and Revel is my blog. 
and it makes, you know, over $200,000 a year just from the blog. I don't sell anything on that. My course business is a totally separate thing. And so it is fully possible to make money blogging without selling, you know, your own course. If you're somebody who's like, I don't want to create a course. I don't want to teach somebody, you know, something to somebody else. You do not have to do that. I think you can absolutely monetize your passion without having to sell anything. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I think probably once you become an expert or you have some success, then teaching a course is just another great way to monetize. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with selling anything or creating courses. I I think courses are an amazing business model and obviously one that I partake in as well. I just wanted to clarify because I think people just get confused thinking about what you know, what is blogging in 2020, 2021? What does it look like? Because I think it's different than it did five, 10 years ago. And and one thing I also want to dispel, because even I sometimes believe it, like you have to have a huge Instagram following to make money. But really, it is about the blog. It is about the affiliate links. And then obviously, sponsored content is nice. But you don't have to have a bazillion followers to make money. No, no, I'm so glad you said that. I mean, that's like, I I say that's my secret sauce here is because I don't have a huge following. And in fact, like sometimes when I share with people, this is how many page views we have, or this is how many followers Or I personally hate social media. I spend like less than five minutes a day on it. And to be able to make that kind of money from an online business, you think, oh, I have to spend tons of time on Instagram, or I have to have this huge following. And that's also the other beauty of affiliate marketing is that you really don't. It's not the volume game the way that ads and sponsors can be. Right. I like that. That's really key because if you just look at some of the top influencers, you just think that that's the only way they're... That is probably the only way they are monetizing. Yeah. And and honestly, like some of them are to their detriment. There's, there's a lot of Instagram influencers who are broke, first of all. <laughs> there are a lot of um, Instagram influencers who don't even have a blog. And what happens when Instagram goes away or their account gets hacked or social media changes and like technology is always changing the algorithm updates or whatever. And they don't have like a home base somewhere where they own the content and they can reach their people at any time. I think social media is a great complement to business, but I would never want anybody to build their business solely on social media. I think it's so risky and it, you know, it can just be a toxic environment to hang out in as well. So I think having a blog and thinking of it like this is your home base, this is where people are going to find you, you own it, you can, you're, you know, you're in complete control. And then using your email list is another thing that I feel like traditional bloggers don't really talk about. I think because they feel like, well, I'm not selling anything. So what am I going to email my people? And I think one of the ways I've been able to monetize a small audience is because I email my Root and Revel readers multiple times a week. And sometimes it's just to drive traffic back to the blog. Sometimes it's to promote an affiliate product. Sometimes it's just to reach out with a story or advice or something about what's going on and build that connection. Um, But I would say email over social media all day, every day. I love it. Well, this is great. I hope this inspires a ton of new people to either add a blog to their website and start getting some extra cash. Before we go, I have one last question because obviously when I Google anything, I'm served ads. So can you just sort of break down where people, if they Googled 
to go meet or whatever was whatever people were like what you're just under the ads, right? And how do people sort of optimize to be number one in just after an ad? Gosh, that is a loaded question because there's so much that goes into it. And, you know, some of some of the simple ways you can get started is by really focusing on creating content that people are searching for and that you can competitively rank for. So for example, if I were to be a food blogger and write a recipe post for chocolate chip cookies, there is almost no chance that I'm going to rank on page one of Google search results for chocolate chip cookies as a new blogger. So what I would do instead is try to find some keywords that are more... Um, that are less competitive, meaning there's a lower search volume for them. Like I'm sure if you search chocolate chip cookies, there's millions of people searching for that every day versus maybe if your chocolate chip cookies are made with um, cinnamon. I don't know. I'm just throwing something out there that would separate it. Then you could you would be able to rank for that more. So maybe only a thousand people are searching for like chai chocolate chip cookies. But those thousand people, you could actually show up high in the search results. And then that's a thousand people that you could get to your website. Whereas if you're trying to rank, you know, alongside like the Food Network and Bon Appetit as a new blogger, you're never going to show up there. So I think it's like really getting clear on, on where you can compete and then creating content around that. But there's so much more that goes into it in terms of like site speed and optimization and backlinks and it can get really technical. So and you learn this on your course, though, right? Yeah. So I do teach a lot of SEO techniques inside of my course as well. Okay, good. So if you're listening, and you just went shark eyes, as my husband calls it when I stop listening to him, um, <laughs> you'll learn this in detail on the course. Yes, thank you. Okay, good. So where can people find you follow you take your course so that they can be in charge of their own destiny here? Yeah, thank you so much. So if you go to katecordsmeyer.com slash webinar, you can join my free webinar where I teach the three behind the scenes secrets to profitable blogging. And then from there, you can learn more about my course. And again, I have the 21 days to impact how to start your blog from scratch the right way. And then the Six Figure Blog Academy. And there's more information on on my website there. So katecordsmeyer.com. And um, I also have a podcast too called Success with Soul. So you could come check me out over there too. Awesome. Well, this has been great and very informative. And when I when I have the bandwidth to start my next side gig or my first side gig, I'm definitely signing up for the course. <laughs> yeah, come on. I'd love to have you. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening, everybody. And don't forget to head over to RebeccaMinkoff.com. Show your love and support for the brand. Buy something for yourself. Buy something for another. And also don't forget to try my new fragrance. Again, it is available at all Nordstrom, Macy's, Scentbirds, and Birchboxes, as well as our site.